Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. It's all American. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 185. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles. Woo, 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 woo. California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast. It's your baby brother. It's Mike Brido Bridenstine. It's your boy. It is. Happy holidays, Brido. Oh, happy holidays to you, Burns. This is coming out a day late uh, because it is the holiday season. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, you got a beautiful one hour bonus episode. The pre-game available now with Carl for real. Ooh, it's nice. Real filthy. It was real filth. And (laughs) I told him, I was like, look, man, I think that it's really uh, my my mind has uh, has taken a turn even more so than before, where I know that I don't have to answer to anybody or see anybody in the professional capacity in Los Angeles anymore because there was one episode me and you did that was all uh, wiener uh, euphemisms and jokes that got real fucking filthy. And then there was a butthole episode, the last one that you hosted, the last episode Brido host because I was uh, I had the Zydes and the Saddies because of a loss of the family. And then uh, on this Patreon, uh, which uh, is behind a paywall, so it tends to get even a little more personal and uh, and squishy in the word department. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I really like it. I, we don't say anything bad. <laughs> We're not hurting anyone. We're not being uh, derogatory or on PC. It's just sometimes that uh, raw talking and saying things that are um, brutally honest can uh, push the envelope a little bit. And once again, don't give a fuck anymore, Brado. <laughs> I mean... Don't yuck our yum, everybody. It's uh, sex. We're so sex positive, as Lizzie Cooperman says. If you, uh, yeah, if you listen to the last episode, and I talked about this on the Patreon, I uh, told a story on the Brido hosted episode about how I uh, got in some trubs by accidentally sending a guy named Russ's butthole pics to a young lady that I that I. Uh, had the sweets on, and then she was real steamed. Um, most of that story is true, except for the fact that I sent her the butthole pick. Um, in general, everything on the show tends to lean towards uh, 100% truth, except for a little bit of a uh, little spice that we add to things. But um, that was only the reason I did that. This was her idea. The only reason I did that was to... Uh, uh, play a prank on two people that we know, and it worked, Brido. It, it it was not in vain. The next day, I did not. I haven't told you this yet. Okay. I went to go see them this weekend, and when I and when I walked in the door, 
and 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 well, no, they they kind of knew about it before, but I got a lot of texts like, "Holy shit, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do?" Because uh, uh, one of them is my friend, but it's also this woman's sister, and she's like, "What did you do?" Like, you know, Mike, this is what what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're uninvited to come visit this weekend. Oh no, oh no. Uh, yeah, she was kind of ki- half kidding, but. And uh, yeah, and then I, you know, I spilled the beans, and they're like, "What? You fucking made that up? Like, what, what kind of psychotic thing is this?" I was like, "Your sister, oh, even worse. Your, your sister's. This was her idea. I just came up with the with the verbiage and the the story, and um, it worked to a T. Uh, her husband was confused, and and um, also like aghast that that you and I concocted this ridiculous story. There are some. There are some. Uh, some little bits in there that were that were tells why would i have the guy send me pictures of his butthole to my phone and why would i confuse a picture of a butthole with my senior picture that i was supposed to send to her and and why would this guy russ have my phone number why would he have my that i just met why would he have my phone number why would i i would not give him my phone number because god knows what my phone would have uh, filled with but other than that the guy did show me his butthole and his waxed bleach butthole. He showed me that. And then he showed me some wangs that he wanted to, you know, suck or something. And he did offer to blow me and my friend Snowman in the bathroom of the bar in front of his wife. So th- that was all true. <laughs> but it was, uh, well, I-, I have to come clean because if someone finds out, I don't want anyone to be like, well, what else is fake on the fucking Power Boost program? It's all fucking real, except for like, you know. Well, I also want to come clean because I also took part in this ruse. I did not feel comfortable fake laughing, so I don't laugh as hard. I felt like my laugh, my fake laugh wasn't as good. And the other lie that I told is that um, a lot of people in L.A. call me Brido, but in Michigan, where I visited recently, they call me Russ. <laughs> it was Brido the whole time. It was me. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> Brido fell off the wagon, got hammered, and then started showing the dark side of his phone to us. And then he tried to blow me and my friend Snowman. <laughs> you kept saying, like, Brido, shut up. And I was like, no, I'm Michigan Russ. <laughs> I'm not sober in Michigan. Another <laughs> round of fireball shots for my friends. I don't know what Michigan does to people, but it makes some. Horny and gay. Yeah, apparently. And it also does make you drink. If you looked outside the window right now, a half hour ago, it was completely dry. And now it is a snow factory. We're getting a big blizzard. Going to have 60 mile an hour winds. Going to crank up the fucking volume on the weather. You're in a t-shirt. Well, it's cozy in my little pad here. Okay. All right. Got the I'm got the Dyson space heater over here keeping me toast and I I'm a, I I said I um sometimes I'm a cheapo and I don't turn my heat all the way up enough cuz you know like I don't like when that bill comes but lately I've just I don't care I'm just putting that shit on auto pay for the winter time I'm not even going to look at what it costs and fuck it because of these these fucking 13 foot ceilings I got here in the old loft are mm-hmm. like ha- well, the majority of my apartment where my body ends and the rest of the apartment continues is being heated for no reason. Can you touch the ceiling? No, with my dick. 
<laughs> my hands can't reach. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> like I can't. I wanted to put some. I did uh, weather stripping on all the windows because I was getting a little draft, but I can't get to the top. There's no way. I, I, where am I going to get a ladder? Like, a, I can't. There's no ladder I can fit in my car that's going to fit, that's going to make me be able to reach up there. Sometimes my neighbors upstairs are loud, and I want to, like, take a broom handle, like on the TV show, and bang, bang, shut the fuck up. It's 4 a.m. I can't, I can't reach. I've been meaning to bring, uh, get a basketball that I can <laughs> smack up there. You have upstairs neighbors and 13 foot like ceiling. That's crazy. How many floors are in that building? Um, there's no one on the first floor. I'm on the second floor. And then there's identical apartments yeah. on the third floor. Uh, by the way, I want to thank your listeners. Cause I promoted we last week. We, we only did this show really. We only talked about buttholes because for because we wanted to promote my album. And I want to thank the listeners. I went to number one on iTunes. Thank you guys. If you were there and you bought it, thank you. I went to number one, made me feel real nice. Congratulations. So Congratulations. I was so proud of you. So thank proud you. of you. Thank you. Thank as, you. As someone who walked away from the game, uh, very proud of you. And thank you. No, no jealousy, you know? Like because comics get you were that. there. Comics do get that. Yeah. Comics get the little jellies sometimes. Like, oh, fucking yeah. No, Never I, happened to me. I've just been happy for people across the board. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice that I don't, that there is no competition whatsoever anymore. I don't care. I I want to see you on the Netflix, Brido. I don't fucking do shit. I don't care about money Thank you. or what you do. <laughs> Thank you. I want to. I want to see you there too. I've never been jealous of anybody. Just happy for everyone. <laughs> Number one on iTunes, and you have that. Yeah, list. not there anymore, but yeah. Well, you you had a, you you did it though. When the when my book came out, I was number one on Amazon in a couple categories for like a little nice. bit, a little bit. And I have screen, nice. I, you know that was. I, it doesn't matter how long you were there. Well, the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, People in the industry know this because I was looking up like, how do you get on the bestseller list for the New York Times? Oh, yeah. They make it up. Mm. It's not real. It is very fabricated. Yes. Tucker Max has a whole dear friend. Tucker Max has a whole article that's like it's all bullshit. You can see people's like sales like on the back end. Like mm -hmm. so people know what's selling. And the New York Times is just like whatever the fuck they feel like. Right. I um I missed Isn't that wild? Well, I missed being on the bestseller list. And this is what I was told by it was like 2000 copies. If I would have sold like 2000 more in the first yeah. week, I would have made it and that's why they said that which this is coming from Hollywood agents and sh managers who fucking lie to your face. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if you, for the people thinking of like, for the, like moving to LA, just know the biggest liars in the world live here. So you might've been like the second biggest liar in your small town in Kansas. The best liars in the world are in LA. Okay. There's more competition. Do you do uh, in retrospect, I know what, if you would have sold a couple more thousand and pushed harder on your book sales and promoted it a little bit more means, it means that they couldn't get it fucking done because that's yeah. who does it. The yeah. phone calls and the connections, they couldn't get it done. So they picked an You get the emails, you get the connections, <laughs> you get the, the money, money, and you get the women. 
<laughs> then you get the power and the New York Times bestseller. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then you get the New York Times. <laughs> oh, you get the email. <laughs> yeah. Biggest liars I in the world. They're not lawyers. They are uh, industry. Liars. <laughs> industry yeah. liars. Yeah. They're just like, picture Donald Trump Jr., with a fucking Bluetooth thing in his ear, being like, "Did you crush it? Did you crush it? Did you crush that shit?" And then you just, and then that guy runs Hollywood. <laughs> I, I um, that, I don't know this Twitch guy that passed away that was on. So you think you can dance? He uh, he he took his yeah. own life, and he was on the Ellen Show, yeah. and yeah. there was an article that came out in TMZ about all the projects he had in the works. Now, obviously, this man was in distress, and obviously, this man had some some mental issues he needed to work out. And I looked at that, and I thought, well, he could have been helped. And when I see the long laundry list of projects he had in the works, what that tells me is that his handlers all knew, obviously, they must have been close with this guy. He was bringing in a lot of money. He was probably had enough money in the bank where he could have ran away to a place like Saginaw, Michigan, bought the biggest house in town and probably never worked again and been very comfortable if he took care of his money and invested it wisely. And I looked at that and I thought, well, of yeah, I know what it feels like when you're pushed too hard. I remember when I was, yeah. I yeah. remember I, yeah. I, I was on the road and I came back and I was back for a day and I was fried. And um, my friend, uh, our friend Jessica was cutting my hair and I was yeah. I was like, I need I need a fresh haircut. I just need to go home and sip some beers and watch TV and decompress. My brain is bad. I feel like I want to fucking kill myself. Literally, I had those thoughts in some of those hotel rooms because I don't treat myself well, et cetera, et cetera. And I got a phone call that said, well, we want you to fly. to. Do you want to fly to uh, Vancouver the next weekend to do this festival? And I was like. No, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I got the guilt trips. I got the, well, you know, if you don't want to, but this is a good opportunity. And I still, I was like, no, no. I, and I put my foot down. I said, no, I don't care. It's, it's not worth it to me to do that. I'm going to stay home and hang out with Brido and we're going to watch wrestling. And I've been looking forward to this for a long time. And this guy probably was like that. And he couldn't say no because they kept pushing. And the reason they keep pushing is because they get five to ten percent of everything that you make. Yeah. So the more yeah. you work, they will drive you into yeah. the ground. And you see a lot yeah. of celebrities take their own life. You think they have this perfect life and they're gorgeous and they have a gorgeous partner and they have a wonderful career and they're on TV. And when they're on TV, they're on just like any of us can be. Any of us who have these dark demons. Boy, you put me on. You could prop put me on a fucking one of those roll uh, a dolly, like roll me out there like Mick Mars, like with the stiff bone disease, and put me on stage yeah, and yeah, give me the yeah. thing and shove a, a couple Tito's rocks in my hand, and bang, I am smiley and on, and I am the happiest guy on stage you've ever seen. And then afterwards, when it de the decompression hits, you want to put a belt around your neck and hang from a doorknob. And this is what happened to this guy. I guarantee it. Yeah, I, I don't know this guy's story and I can't speak for anybody else, but I, I just know that like whatever whatever is inside of 
the person that drives them to success is also not satisfied with wherever they are. And so, you know, it's either lonely at the top or you're judging yourself based on who's ahead of you, that sort of thing. And so there's not a lot of time to sit and be like, you know, guys, it just doesn't get any better than this. I'm like the fucking top of a mountain, like with your boys in a cooler of Coors Light, like that moment. And even if it does, that's fleeting. And for us, you're like, what's next for us? That top of the mountain was eating some nachos, drinking 17, $18 beers in a luxury suite at Staples Center, watching uh, SummerSlam, WWE wrestling and having the best time ever. But that only lasts for a few hours. And then it's back to reality. There there goes rabbit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because like you get to do Bridgetown, you get to do this, you get to do that, and then you don't. Or like... And then the next year, it's not your turn. And you think, am I slipping? Am I not doing as well as last? I mean, it's all kinds of, it's all kinds of stuff. The thing, the thing that you can only really do the best investment. I mean, this is going to sound so corny, but the best investment you can make is just cultivating your own audience. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to listen to those, to those people. I do not anymore. I have a very uh, modest show that I do from my living room here. And selfishly, I saw that guy. Uh, take his own life and I felt very bad for him but I looked I was I I heard about it I was sitting in my chair in this place that I like to live in and it's warm and paid for and clean and it's all mine and it's in a small town and um, it's not glamorous but I I was like I'm really grateful for what I have I'm I'm grateful that I'm not because you know what's better than being a loaded millionaire who kills themselves who's famous being a nobody who has their bills paid in a, and is not famous anymore and is not inundated by phone calls and gimme, gimme, gimme so I can get paid bullshit emails from motherfuckers who are not your real friends because all those cocksuckers went away. I ain't talked to none of them in a long, long time, and I don't think yeah. I ever will again. And they used to be real close with me and want to hang out and talk to me all the time, but they don't anymore, mm-hmm. and that's because... I don't put money in their fucking bank accounts. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I win. Burns wins again. <laughs> I'm watching Thursday night football, baby, drinking a Diet Mountain Dew in in the cozy confines here. But the thing, but the thing was like, you're told that that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you maybe resent it, or you think that like you had something and you lost it. But but what if it didn't ever matter? What if the shit that we're told matters didn't and that right now to the however many thousands of people listen to this is the only fucking thing that ever mattered? Like that's I mean, so they didn't get I mean, you got you like deals that with like I mean, you knew the person at Comedy Central that got you the pilot. They didn't fucking do that shit. That's a relationship. Mm-hmm. And you got and you got that attention because you made something that so many people like. So you got the audience organically on your own. You didn't even say who the fuck you were. They like so you built mystique around this thing. And so you built like this show based on that following. It none of them ever gave a fuck about what heat you had and what festival you were doing. I guarantee you none of them fucking care. No. So 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 like being having any sort of thought about it. Other than, well, that was all just baloney, like is really just a waste of your time because 
it's so fleeting. A lot of those people, they're just scared of their jobs. Probably a lot of them don't even fucking work anymore. Right. That that bozo that was in that office, like <laughs> that that like when we got told by True TV execs, like who are you guys? Like and we turned and looked at like I'd never seen that. I don't know if I've ever seen that fucking guy ever again. Who knows what that? Hope and I he's don't. like, <laughs> fuck that. I guy. mean that guy. That guy. Yeah. For hope he's listening. Now. All those. If you're listening now, you redhead fuck. Go 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 suck a suck a tailpipe in an alley, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean that guy doesn't <laughs> that guy doesn't have a fucking podcast or anything. Like he didn't do I, anything. He didn't know how to do shit. That's why he's trying to make money off people who know how to do shit. That's the fucking bottom line. There's a bunch of cocksuckers that don't know how to do or make shit. Figure out a way to take people who know how to make and do shit and convince them that they need them. So they can make money, and that's not the. It's a thing. yeah. It's a it's a great it's a great hustle, like being like, no, you need me to talk to him. It's just like that's the greatest hustle of all time. And that's what that that's what that's what that fucking uh, that CAA building is built upon is them being like, no, 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 <laughs> we it's we do it. The team, yeah, we. We'll talk to the team a lot. I heard that a lot. You, we go. Well, let's talk to the team. Fucking. There's no team. I'm the fucking team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's LeBron James has to get on a basketball court. Nobody knows who the fuck or care who his agent is. And yeah. I mean, or if they do, they're a fucking sicko. Like, ooh, I really like Arliss because I want to be or like Jerry. Mag- who gives a fuck? At the end of the day, who gets, someone's like this legendary agent. Suck my dick. Who gives a fuck about the agents and shit? Right, you watch like Curb Your Enthusiasm and Jeff and Larry are best buddies. Do you think Jeff would hang out with Larry David, who's the biggest prick in the world, if he, Larry wasn't making him fucking rich? No. Jeff Garland would be like, if Larry called him on the phone, he would fucking hang up immediately. There's <laughs> no way. That That is interesting. Like pretending that, an, that you and your agent are like boys and it's like not some transactional relationship like right. i mean i guess it's maybe different if you're like boy i love you you made me what would it be fucking, fucking hell. 10 10 million dollars yeah yeah i mean or whatever the fuck it would be like probably to, more than that i don't even know but but to be fair to be fair um you and i and this isn't just us this is the good bulk of them but we drank way too fucking much and we had of course alcohol of issues course. at times but it was yeah. driven it was because i was so, i i couldn't get out of the snowball i was the snow i was started out and then i was it was snowing and then all of a sudden i, I can't dig out of this snowball because it's it's too late and i never get a fucking never get a breather <laughs> to, to dig out because it's rolling over and over and over again get bigger Man, I I did a I, this is the second podcast I've done recently where I just sound like bitter and I I went like I don't I don't, I don't think feel any I don't think it's, I don't feel any sort of feelings inside like no. you, you know how sometimes you like when you're mad you feel tense or like anxious I feel free like I I don't feel any sort of ill will but like he was he was asking me like what happened to like every song ever didn't you guys have like a record deal and it's like we did or I was told that we did right by by the biggest comedy manager in Hollywood. He's, he told us that we did. And so I thought we did. Was that real or was that used to placate us? So we weren't upset that we, that that shit was used to sell the show. And then we were not a part of the show. Like 
So, I mean, all this happened fucking over 10 years ago. So it's like, I can't re I mean, it's like gross and everything. Like if I saw that guy and he's like, trust me, I'd be like, I don't think so. But other than that, I mean, it's like lessons learned in my thirties, you know, Mm -hmm. you, 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 you get older and you start to get a better perspective on things. If someone offered me a job right now to come back to Los Angeles to write on a network TV show for a large sum of money, I would turn it down a thousand percent. I've thought about it. I would say no. Well, that's I don't want. Well, that's, it. well, that's real dumb. No, I don't. What want if it. it was? What if? What if it was Brooks's show? I don't want to come back. I might. I okay. I would come back, write it, and I would leave and come back and live here. I was not. Okay. Happy. I mean, doesn't build. Yeah. I was not happy there. I would. I would come make the money. I would come back. I would take the money and leave immediately after my job was done. Yes, I could do that, but I wouldn't come back and be like, "I'm back, baby." I don't want it. Because I, I think that uh, at, I think that I've looked at this perspective. I have two points I need to get out before because otherwise yeah, I don't yeah. get them. One is yeah, that yeah. when when I was happiest when I was was creating was when we were doing an open mic in Chicago for free on Mondays. That was the happiest I ever was on stage and the happiest environment. And it was an open mic and it was for no money. That's when I was brought the most joy. Second point before I forget is. Was your new album, was that put out by Comedy Central? Was it a, was, did Netflix back it? Did anyone back it? Did it? No, you did it. You did it. You, no, 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 it's on a, it's on a label. It's on a, it's on a special thing records, but that isn't the thing that got you on there. Some, what got you to number one on iTunes was you. There was no agent that told you what to put on your album or what not to put on your album. There's no manager that said you shouldn't say this joke. You you decided I'm going to say these things and I think they're good and I'm going to put them out in the world and I'm going to use social media on my own and my friends to push this to the top. And you did. And it's great. It's fucking great. And you proved that you don't need so because otherwise someone would be like, we did it. We did it. Yeah, let's go and celebrate. Yeah. No. And and they would have they would want a piece. They would want they would want their little bit they want their little sniff of your panties about how they also were in on it but you did it on your own bridal and that's why i'm very proud of you thank you but well you, you're mentioning the lines then and i and i sent you that clip of uh to the two bears that podcast uh, i don't know what their numbers are they have like a million and a half youtube subscribers so like Let's say the size of everybody in Philadelphia is watching this watching this show on YouTube once a week. And Kumail, our, our old pal Kumail from the open mics is on there. And Bert Kreischer tells Kumail, maybe that is the greatest scene to come out of anywhere ever. And I think more and more people are going to start, I mean, to kind of talk about that. And so that's, if that scene had a center, that was... The lion's den, what you're talking about. So, like, that's the time that you were the happiest. But also, it's like, that was kind of like Paris in the 20s. Like, that's Hemingway and Picasso having a conversation at Gertrude Stein's salon. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's hyperbolic. But fucking, those guys were nobodies at some point, too, you know? Well, the other point is that. And again, like you said that, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or bitching. And the point of this is not 
to be complaining or bitching. The point of this is that you should chase happiness first because money and fame and all these people that you see have their lives ruined or rock singers that die in hotel rooms or people that kill themselves like Anthony Bourdain that you think have this wonderful life and career, they obviously weren't happy. So obviously it doesn't work. Money doesn't always bring you joy and happiness. Success doesn't. Let me find out. Let, <laughs> let me find out. And, but the other side of the coin is that some people are built for it and some people are not. I'm not, I am, I am built for this apparently. And I was not healthy or happy or mentally sound when I had the things that I thought that I wanted. And then there's some people on TV that are well adjusted and they're successful actors and they probably go home to their wife and they're they're happy and they have kids and they still have a normal life. I couldn't do that. I couldn't I couldn't do both. I couldn't do both at the same time. I couldn't be the be the booze bag being bought shots by fans and and it wasn't for me and I and I realized that and it took me a long time to come to terms with it and finally shit hit the fan and I was thanks to thanks to COVID. Thank you COVID. This is supposed to be like a celebratory, like little funny uh, <laughs> holiday episode bonus thing for people. But no, I mean, as long I love that you're happy. By the way, he's not fucking blowing smoke. He is happier. Everybody, he is like demonstrably happier as a person. And you know what? As long as I get to come there, and he calls me Russ, and he does whatever I want, I'm happy. <laughs> well, I mean, Brado. <laughs> No, I'm in L.A., so I'm brighter. You look great for 55. <laughs> do I? Do I? <laughs> let's, let's talk about um about uh Jay Moore. You sent me this today, and I made a tweet about it, and I'm 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 a hundred percent uh being being uh cocky, yes, but uh, I believe this. Jay Moore looks like a fucking. One of those yellow moon pies that someone dumped just for men on his head. Just poured just oh. for men all over a fucking moon pie. And he's he's oh. he doesn't seem to be that uh that that charming of a man, but oh. now he's marrying Jeannie Buss into the Laker royalty family and oh. will and and will be part of that whole pile. Oh. And my I contend. You give me 15 minutes with Genie Bus, some cocktails. Ooh. You let me get a fresh haircut, spritz on some of that tear to air mace that I like. Bring back the yeah. fucking jean jacket and the denim demon and blink these blue eyed peepers at her. I guarantee you, man, I'm, I'm fucking running the lake show. And that's that's a fact, baby. That's a fact. You can look it up. You can look it up. It's not anywhere, but if you looked it up and it existed somewhere, Ooh, look it up. <laughs> fucking Jay Moore would be fucking wrapping up a hobo a pile of his clothes over a broomstick walking down the street and be like, Daddy Deluxe is in the fucking driver's seat now. I bitch. mean, I, I read Jay, I read Jay Moore's entire book how he went to SNL and he had panic attacks and stole jokes. Well, fuck you. Burns had panic attacks at ridiculousness. So who cares? I didn't steal any jokes. <laughs> I no, he didn't. Steal a goddamn thing. I only he bought those jokes fair and square for fifty dollars, Genie Bus. It was forty, and I only bought one. And I talked about how I bought the joke from our friend who had passed away. What beautiful man, Steve O'Harvey. He had this joke that I liked so much that was um, 
uh, why do African-Americans love Red Lobster? And the, the punchline was, because Red Lobster's for the seafood brother and you. And that might not, you know, be, that might not play nowadays, but it was just, I, I was drunk and I thought it was funny. I gave him 40 bucks for it. And then I would tell the joke on stage, it would bomb. <laughs> and then I would say, I would pull the, the copy of the checkout and be like, look, <laughs> I paid $40 for this. You fuckers better laugh. It's dead. I'm dead serious. So there's the one joke how, that I ever told on stage that is not mine. How old, Burns, do you think Jeannie Buss is? 62, because I looked it up. Oh, she's 61, it says. 60, right 61. Uh, 61, yeah. I think wow. Jay Moore might she's, be 52. He's 52. So, yeah. look, so she, she looked good. She's Yeah, she does. Quite a catch. Yeah, dude. I mean, when you got endless cash, I mean, come on, dog. We know Jay Moore, and I, I don't know Jay Moore. Oh, he's oh he's about to look good. Remember when remember when Ben Affleck got with J Lo, and all of a sudden his teeth are nice, and his like <laughs> and his skin looks good because he's using like space kelp, and it's like what is this shit? It's like oh the Jennifer Lopez treatment, buddy. Yeah, shit. Those courtside photos of those two together, he don't look good at all, man. Looks like oh he's about to <laughs> Jay Moore. Looks like fucking Marshmallow Man with a toupee and some fucking glasses. Go Man, back. I've said this. Go I back. said this to Go you back. on a text, but like, but like, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura used to open for Jay Moore. That was they were like the opening acts, and I always would th- like the bigger those two got, like the more I would think like. Man, they fucking smoked him. Not anymore, man. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Now he's a billionaire. He's about to own the Lakers. Yeah. He's about to get courtside and the hottest 61-year-old babe in America. I mean, how long? How many times can you listen to that guy do the Christopher Walken impression and before you're like, maybe that's, maybe that's what gets her damp underneath is fucking Christopher Walken impressions. So she can't find anyone else that'll do it 24-7. Like ah, uh. <laughs> that's what Phil Jackson was doing around the house. Yeah, 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 it wasn't good though. Phil's was Scotty, Scotty. <laughs> He'd do like a straw skittles, strawberry. You know, like wasn't that good? But it was like the cadence. Genie, I've had this watch up my ass for for fifty years <laughs> while I was in the in the rice paddies or whatever <laughs> fucking. Whatever that line is, fiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Genie, that's exactly what it is. I'm gonna, pu- I'm gonna put this watch up your ass, Scotty. Scotty, run the triangle. Scotty, Genie, Genie. <laughs> I, I want John Turturro to kiss me on s- severance. Like Phil, that's not good at all. Get Tex in here. Get Tex. I gotta rerun this play. Get Tex Winter in here right away. <laughs> got to steal. Who's that guy? Rick. Uh, who's he steal from? Rick Shapiro. Who's that kind of like guy with a mustache? Who's like an older comic? Yeah, there was Rick and then, and then his brother who hated each other, who looked almost identical. Rick. Rick may still be alive. He may not be. I remember he had some severe health issues. That guy was. Well, main. Yeah, he, he's got to be. He like, looked, that guy's got to be like fucking 70 at this point. For sure. He looked like he'd been around and weathered and lived outside or something. Right. But that guy had like a that guy had like a following and a sh- I don't know if he's alive or not, but that's who Jay Moore stole from. <laughs> so it's I feel like it's okay to steal from Jay Moore if he's if he's stealing from like people like Rick Shapiro. 
is not he's not with a 61 year old he was smoking a hot billionaire also and i this and i the only way i could describe rick shapiro's act was violently filthy (laughs) 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 uncomfortably filthy like imagine the guy at the end of the bar at the worst dive bar in the worst town and then he says exactly what you think he will uh uh-huh yeah and he would wear women's denim pants jeans like that showcased his his this this large hog that he supposedly had like you could see it on stage and oh i has to look i mean i was talking i was talking to carl for real on the pregame show about how like he was talking about uh, how it was groundbreaking for Jennifer Aniston to have protruding nips on every single episode of Friends. And he was like, those are the kind that if we were walking down the street and she was behind us and I said, dude, you got to turn around and look, you would have to turn around and look, even though she would bust you. And I said, to be fair, if there was if you if he said, dude, you got to turn around and look, some guy is walking around with a massive erection and it's hanging out of his pants, I would also turn around and look because I need to see things. I need to see. He's, uh, well, yeah, that they call me Russ. <laughs> uh, he's, he's 63 years old, Rick Shapiro, and alive, apparently. Wow, good for him. I don't want him. I don't his, wish the man any ill will. He was always nice to me. His brother is Rob. Yes. Rob Shapiro. Yes, Rick and Rob. Rick and Rob. Um, uh, Carl For Real brought up a point, Brido. We said we have uh, we had two publications. One is Smooth Neck Magazine, and the pre mm-hmm. the the predecessor was um, uh, Pipe O the Week. Pipe of the Week. We forgot yeah. one. Yes, we had. Whoa. we forgot one in between. Um, Rock and Vayner. <laughs> Rock and <laughs> Vayner was is also a publication. Our our uh, our. Uh, our magazine empire is in complete disarray, Brad. We forgot we have a whole publication that should have been coming out this whole time. People we have that, one called Rock and Vayner? Yeah. There's go, there's must be people out there that are wondering where their copy of Rock and Vayner has been for the last two months. <sighs> well, they've been pretty the subscriptions for Smooth Neck have been taken off here on the West Coast. <laughs> And over in London, the Pipe of the Weeks has been staying strong since 1947. And so great we've mag. been <laughs> to be great, man. Uh, if you're not familiar, um, Smooth Neck is a is a uh, a nude <laughs> nude men's magazine <laughs> featuring men. It's not for you know. Well, it can be for men. It can be for whoever wants to look at it. But you don't see the uh, the noggin on the on the joint. And you don't see the base; it's just the middle part. <laughs> it's, everything else is is. Uh, it looks like it looks like a it looks like a long dong has gone through like a fucking filter where it's just smooth. Mm-hmm. You don't know like, where it's, no, no. You don't know where it starts. You don't know where it ends. No blemishes, just uh, just a smooth neck. Which, as we know, um, is the best way if you were to send a uh, a picture of your genitals to someone through your phone. You do not send a flaccid. You do not send a hard. You send a semi because a semi is the great equalizer. Don't know where it started. Don't know where it's going. Everyone in the everyone can meet in the middle at some point, unless you have some sort of (laughs) size issue. If you got a three inch pain, send her the middle inch. Yeah, that's what, and that's the kind of content you're going to receive 
every month in Smoothneck on yeah, newsstands right. now. <laughs> they got op-eds like Sender the Middle Inch. That's a good one. <laughs> um, they call me Russ Tales from Michigan. <laughs> Butthole tales from Michigan. We could have a mag. I, I, we have a lot on the roster, but toying around with the idea of bleached. <laughs> Ooh, bleached. All, all male, shaved, waxed, bleached, just bleached. So picture that, like, picture a cracked magazine, the font, except for bleached. And then it's just. So the, the, the slogan is bleached, no faces. <laughs> all, fle- all flesh colored starfish. From from uh, beginning to end in that magazine, it's cla- yeah. it's, it's nice. It's not like no gross out b holes. They're all they're yeah. they're all tall. You get right in there. <laughs> Let's do some power tube. My thing to watch of the week is I have two. I have two. Um, Vince and uh, the pop man of Monday Night Beers fame, which you should also subscribe to. If you like this show, you'll probably love Monday Night Beers. I personally like Monday Night Beers a little bit better than my show, but that's just because I don't listen to my show. I do listen to Monday Night Beers if I'm not on, which I usually am. Oh. There was a time when oh. I was on. Guess you don't need old Brito around, huh? Well, you know, I like the fast-paced questioning. I like the fast pace. I subscribe to yours. I don't listen guess to any you, Guess you don't need to uh, know I'm saying the difference between that show and this show is do no big deal. Just, you know, hey. one person's not there. Well, you know, it's that's different. That's a different world. I have to have different friend groups, Brido, and that's okay. And that's okay. I don't guess, get jealous uh, when you hang out with your wife. I was like, well, I guess I don't get to have dinner you with should. you and your wife. You should. We do filthy shit, Burns. <laughs> yeah. Should be jealous. They love this. They loved uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And I never watched it, as I told you, Brido, because I think it came out in a uh, bad time for me where I wasn't like super pumped to watch a funny uh, PG-13 comedy. But I watched it last night. It's great. It is a fucking incredible comedy film. It It's a little bit Austin Powers. It's PG-13. If you're over the Christmas break, you could watch this with your fam. It's $3.99 to rent, which is that sweet spot, because who gives a fuck? It's $3.99. Enjoy it. And uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Kristen Wiig is, is, of course, fantastic. She plays a couple roles in that. It's great. And also, I've uh, discovered the toys, um, not the toys that made us, uh, what is it? It's uh, the the toys that built America on the History Channel. Any of those... Mm. Food that built America, any the History Channel fucking docu series are so well acted and shot. They're shot cinematically. The reenactments are incredible. They're not like shitty, like on a Forensic Files or something. They're they're actually good, and they get good actors. And if you want to learn all about Teddy Ruxpin, like I do, like I like to mm-hmm. know stuff. So mm-hmm. or Rubik's cubes or beginnings of of video games. I can't get enough. I've been. It's been. It's been hurting my bedtime because I can't, I can't turn it off. But eventually, around two, I try to ditch out. But then it's like, oh, but I haven't seen this one on He Man. I gotta watch this. And they're better than those like toys that made us on Netflix. They're far beyond and more detailed and better takes and and more of the history. He Man was He Man was like a failed attempt at competing with like Conan, wasn't it? Um. Not necessarily. I'm sure it's inspired by that, but it's 
it's primarily that all the little action figures were all rinky dink and those little uh, four and a quarter inch or whatever that like Star Wars or GI Joes were. Yeah, and they made a guy that was big, yeah. massive. Yeah. He man. Yeah, and then they made a bunch of crazy characters. You know, if you're not familiar with He Man, we Brad and I have discussed how some people don't understand. We just did it earlier. How some uh, there's a generation gap with with kids and. I, yeah, I mean I, that was that was the mid '80s. If you don't know it, uh, guess what? That was a long fucking time. <laughs> what are you watching, Brad? I don't say. By the way, whenever I hear Barb, because that was the name of that movie, I think of one Caleb Hodgkiss, which is the Mike Burns character that yells Barb. Barb. And then Barb. two, if I said CCD, do you know what that is? Oh uh, yeah, catechism. So my mom taught it. And she was going around a class and saying, like, say your name and then some, like something about yourself. And this girl goes, Barb. And my mom goes, anything else? And like, she wasn't trying to be funny or anything. She's just like a dumb, dumb girl in CCD. Uh-huh. So she goes, she, she goes, Barb. And my mom goes, anything else? And she goes, Ara. My mom told me that story, and I like we howled. That's fantastic. Laughing, very, very. And I, her her dad was a teacher that I had. That I, anything else? Ura, (laughs) Mike. Anything else? Ol, Cole, Mike, (laughs) Ol. Just be Ol, Ol. Um, I mean, that's why I think like we don't we go both both by go we both go by 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 go. We both go by Mike because yeah. you don't need the ol. What a gross no. part of the name, ol. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. No one, yeah. Ol. No good. Mike. It's bright and quick and to the point. Ol. Although the L, the L is the God part. So he who is like God or whatever, Mike, the E L, like Jerusalem, um, mm-hmm. like the L and all of those biblical names is like God, like Elohim and, you know. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, I pray on my own time. I don't need to wear my faith on my sleeve, Brido. I don't fucking need to show off with the O. (laughs) (laughs) Show off with some L, you know, with the L. Me and God speak privately. We don't need any of that showboat and shit. I mean, my God is writing our names. We got to tell. Oh, the show that I enjoyed thoroughly and I'm mad that it's over. Because when it came out the first time, I loved it. And when it came out the second time, we dropped everything and watched it again. Was Last Chance You, the basketball edition from ELAC College in Eastern Los Angeles with that fucking team. And those, like, it's all new team, but it's the same coaches. It's just a beautiful show. I love those guys. I love their stories. It's like more heartbreaking than usual even though the last season ended with covid like a lot of these guys have like three-fifths of the starters are like homeless that's crazy. and like and at first like there's a guy that i hated the first couple episodes who ended up being like my favorite guy there's heel turns there's face turns highly recommended i love and like it makes me want to go to one of these shows I or shows I, to one of their games. I don't yeah. know where Monterey Park is. I know it's East Los Angeles, but that shit is like past Boyle Heights. Get on like it's like people don't who ask me have asked me about it. Like, is that do you know where that is? Can you go to like games? Like, do you guys know about them? And it's like, no, we no, we don't. It's like, yeah, it's a it's far. So it's 
I, I don't know. It makes me want to go see Coach Mosby or whatever his name is, and that that assistant coach is is gone. But yeah, that it's a very 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 good series. <laughs> Sorry, I always want to go to high school basketball games, and I just forget to. I just forget. That's fun yeah. to go see like some NBA quality player in high school, like or just any teams, like any team. It's just like it, the games go pretty quick and. Just fun to see hoopers, like fucking hoopers. Yeah. Like, you know, you got some some team that's like uh like more inner city, and you got some dudes that are just fucking dunking on yeah. motherfuckers. Like, and the crowd yeah. just oh shit! Like, did you see any of the Fab Five in high school or no? A uh, Chris Weber would play my high school. Yes, he played. Whoa! For Detroit- did you did you go? Oh yeah, he yeah. played. He played for Detroit Country Day, and Chris Weber, when he was a freshman, started. And he had broken his nose and he would wear this black mask that was terrifying. And when yeah. he would come out, he would stand in the middle and they'd do their layup line. And then afterwards, and the whole team would surround him. And he'd just be like standing in the center, like with his like, fucking fist up. And they'd just be around him, just like, you know, humping up and down, like doing a circle around. Like, rawr, rawr. I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. <laughs> and he would. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember sitting behind the backboard and sitting with some you know we're like we're there to see my high school and they think this, yeah. this is probably when i'm in the eighth grade and then i'm going to go to the school the next year and he co- comes down the court like fucking young kid talk on a breakaway off the backboard dunk gong fucking it's exciting it's fucking like I like you know you're there to root for your team, but it was yeah ever, yeah yeah you stood up and you're just like yes fucking yes I've never like I've never seen anything like this in a high school basketball game before. Yes, so we had not Chris Weber, but Ricky Davis was an NBA player that mm-hmm. was but played for Davenport North and like he'd do three sixty windmill dunks and games and shit and like if we would foul him. And like our crowd would kind of boo because it's like, dude, wait, like we wanted our team to win and stuff, but it's like, we want to hey, see we, none of you, none of you white motherfuckers can, <laughs> right, can, can do that, right? Even like the white dudes who were like super, like you know, six, 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 seven, six, like they never dunked in games. They never had any pizzazz. We had flash. we had two guys, two or three guys the whole time I was in high school who would dunk, but it was like just a stick. No, there's one guy that did an alley-oop and we all lost our minds. It was like, it was so hot. It was like the greatest thing that ever happened. You're so close But like the rest of them are just, are, the rest of them are just kind of like you, the reach up dunk. You right, know? right. I know that there's people from Muscatine that listen to this. who are going to be like, actually, but the, I mean, there's, there's one alley-oop and like two other dunks I can think of off the top of my head yeah. in the four years I was in high school. Yeah. When I was uh, even younger in, in junior high, we had a pretty dominant run for my high school that won a few state championships. And there was a couple dudes that were like six eleven, And when they dunked, it was just rebound straight back up dunk. Like meh, meh, meh. not like, off the backboard, bitch! Fucking tomahawk shit. It's a whole different. Except for my buddy, my buddy, uh, my buddy Donkey, who listens to this. One time, dunked from the free throw line in the state tournament when he when they won the state title. Everybody, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I met Donkey at your wedding. He didn't seem like a guy that that um 
could do that, but like that's really more impressive now, just seeing his physical stature. So the other the other teams would be warming up, right? And he'd walk over with a pair of scissors uh-huh. and cut the net down to like fucking this shit's mine anyway. And then they would pee and poop their pants. <laughs> Very cool. We're all proud of Donkey. We all have a lot of good memories. Yeah. A lot of good memories. Yeah, from the free throw line, unless I am hallucinating this. (laughs) Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week is Dick Almighty by the Two Live Crew off Nasty As They Wanna Be, which is shockingly fucking filthy, but it is my current drive around in the car favorite song. That fucking Mr. Mix beat just rolls it's so fucking na- it's like I have I have fantasies when I listen to it of having a, um, a motion picture that I've written and I get to pick the music out and there it would just fit in there so sweet or like if I wrote for Entourage like when they're like don't and you know turtles driving the Humvee and all the boys are going out to lunch or a party and that's just banging oh it's 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 uh give it a whirl like listen to it for the musical quality it's gonna be don't have any kids in the car or your wife in the in the in the vicinity she unless she's like cool unless she's cool with that sort of thing there's a lot of bad uh bad words and um things that are possibly severely offensive to women but other than that the the music in that is oh it's, it's the beat is fucking dope dick almighty by by two live crew not there's no the two live crew off Nasty as they want to be. Got two copies on cassette, Brido. Got two Ooh, copies. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm doing way, quite in well. <laughs> in season one of Last Chance You, the coach is making fun of how dirty this, the rap music that the guys listen to. And he goes, and they're like, what does it sound like to you, coach? He goes, F in my B and B in my F. Sucking my uh and effing my uh. And I rewound <laughs> it, it so many times, dying laughing. Because he says F in my B and B in my F. And I was like, I laughed so goddamn hard because it's like <laughs> dork. it's like dorky, but he kind of smokes them. Anyway, the song that I am listening to that is will not get out of my head all week is Love You More by Young Thug featuring Nate Roos. This song came out in 2019. It was on SNL. He was the musical guest. Nate Roos is the singer of fun. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but fun saying Rouse, uh, Rouse, Nate Rouse, reuse. Uh, he was at, remember that band? I was like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we know the one. Yeah. 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 So he's, he's like, I think he might've been a sample or live on the song. I'm not really sure. He's, it says his name in the song, but like for some goddamn reason, it's like a young thug slow song. And it like really hits. All right. From right before COVID. I, I don't necessarily, I can't picture it, but I probably have heard it. But as we love we, you more, put it, put it on and um, you'll be like, Ooh, the lyrics are so stupid. Like I looked them up and I was just like, this is this. You're not even trying, Alexa, but it's like, it, love you more by young, thug. young thug. Yeah. Oh, Alexa, shut the fuck up. That's not what I want. <laughs> Alexa. Pl- no, uh, never mind. Alexa, play Young Thug. Love you more on Spotify. Ooh, this is how Burns talks to women, everybody. Oh, now she's not listening, I guess. Yeah, she's, yeah, you. <laughs> God damn it. God Ooh, this damn is it. How you talk to, this is how you talk to robots, so I think I'm going to play this. Alexa, play Love You More by Young Thug on Spotify. 
Burns doesn't even have Alexa. He there is a his an nothing. assistant. Nothing. God damn it. <laughs> She's testy. She gets mad. I yell at her a lot. I hope somebody's like listening to this like on their speakers and their Alexa is going insane right now with you doing that. <laughs> hey Google, play Young Thug. Love you more. I wish that it wasn't Siri and Alexa weren't chicks so I could because I feel bad yelling at them sometimes because I I don't want to be mean to women because what would make you feel better if it had some sort of ethnic name like like, Miguel like Jose no just like Bruce like 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 playing uh playing young thug uh, love you more and then like Bruce you piece of shit you okay, so stupid it's stupid piece of shit. You're such a bitch, Bruce. You ever do it, I Bruce. I do what I do what I say. Do what I say. Call mom dad, Bruce, you motherfucker. So mean. So mean to the robots. Well, they don't listen. They don't listen and they don't have feelings. <sighs> For now. For now. That's what we thought. And they're gonna be like, Bruce is sad. Yeah. They're gonna hear. Right. <laughs> have you seen AI with Haley Joel Osment? He's sad. Yeah, yeah. He's very sad. He just wants to be a real boy. He wants to be a real boy. And he guess and then, you know. Tough shit. He's a he's a little robot boy. <laughs> well, this is fun. This is a fun little show. Uh extending holiday greetings to everybody who listens to the program. Be happy and healthy. Be enjoy your family. Never know when you won't have uh some of them around and and uh, drink too much and enjoy. Oh, it's such a horny ass fucking uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Three NFL games on on Saturday. Three on Sunday. Oh, I think th- there may be more, but I know there's all day. Oh, the two days. I'm so pumped. And my uh, my poor mama came down with COVID today. So prayers to my mama. And I had to go get her all some meds and some some things that uh, you're supposed to take because she's. She's a, uh, you know, mom age. And um, I, I'm just I'm still going over on Christmas. I decided, Brian, I, I don't fucking care. I'm going to I'm going to set up the two two chairs in front of the TV six feet apart and call it a day. And not, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> not fucking. Yeah. Not, yeah. Just not. I was going to not go when I was like, I decided today. What do you guys uh, what do you guys eat on Christmas Day? Um, well, we're not having actual Christmas until. Uh, with the fam until like the 27th because you know we got a bunch of little kids and they need to be at home so santa can come but it is um it's i got a spiral hand spiral hand honey ham uh, i don't use that packet i make my own shit don't put that fucking chemical laden shit on your beautiful ham make your own thing out of brown sugars and and some mustard and whatever make don't don't use that fucking bag and uh cheesy tates of course which i went to the grocery store for supplies and all out of fucking hash browns. There's like a hash. I brown. saw you. I saw your tweet. So <laughs> mad. And then mother- you, just, and then- you just have a list of enemies on Twitter now. Fucking Patreon. <laughs> and then dudes are like, "We'll use the oh, the O'Brien potatoes, which are like squares with peppers and onions." And no, 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 no. Fuck that. That's fucking. That's wrong. That's the you make me you make tell me I got cheesy tates coming and then you bring me those O'Brien motherfuckers with the bread and green peppers changing the pro, flavor profile all up. No, get that the fuck out of here. And I'd be like, well, you could just smash up tater tots. No, that's not the same long slice 
sh- uh, shredded up consistency is a bag of fucking frozen hash browns. That's wrong too. It's fine. I've made like a tater tot casserole before. It's delicious, but that's not what I want. I want a mushy pile of cheesy tates, and then I make green bean casserole, same as I make on on fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't get enough, and then and then rolls, and um, but for uh, actual Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I'm doing like I'm hitting the the nice seafood shop. I'm gonna get some nice fresh shrimp, maybe some crab legs. I'm making pigs in a blanket. I'm making some queso dip. Mm. I'm making a a big cavalcade of like snacks and and that sort of thing. Some nice some nice Stilton cheeses like a sh- charcuterie board, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Putting out the full spread. Just me and mom though. But I want to be able to graze all day. That way I don't have to cook. Yeah. A couple crock pots with some meatballs in them, like. Like you're all fucking set. It's just sitting. There. Christmas, Christmas charcuterie board is the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, yeah. And I love like a shrimp, a nice big pile of shrimp cocktail, like real nice, like a, from a, American shrimp from from these fucking waters that are fucking you know fret. They're just right and then they're mm-hmm. fresh and like the big yeah. one. You get the big ones on a holiday. You splurge. You don't buy like medium. You buy like big fuckers and can't beat it you put a bowl of ice under them so they stay cold all day and you can yeah. walk by a little dippy in the overly horseradish horseradish sauce cocktail sauce that and it bl- blasts your nose out and if you yeah. don't blast your nose out you didn't put enough horseradish in it i don't want ketchup fucking dip with a little white, no. white flecks in it i want to feel that shit yeah <laughs> if i wanted sweet if i wanted sweet and sour sauce i would have fucking stupid bitches Man. my grandma used to make lasagna and so I always like lasagna at Christmas. And uh, Some so wife is, wife is really good with the lasagna, so I think that's what we're doing. Tonight, Burns, though, is Midwest Mom Talks, which mm. are actually burritos. Oh, nice. I like that. That's what I just yeah. ate um, two hours ago. I had to go to – I was I left the gym, and I needed my prot afterwards because I'm switching up. I did, a, I did a chest and tries today and hit the tread. And I've uh, been sober for, as I told you, for um, over a week now. I feel great. Not sticking with this. I'm going to get blackout hammered on Christmas, guarantee. But super, super. <laughs> but like, proud up, of you. but I've been being real good. So I, I and I hit the I hit this place called Rico's, and which is authentic Mexican cuisine. You can't dine in there. But I had to run like Christmas errands and do a couple things, get some stuff for my nieces, and I ate them in the car, and. I was thinking about like these are these are these are Midwest talks. I got one crunchy shredded beef and one Rico's makes mom Rico's makes mom talks. Authentic Mexican cuisine made by um, Mexican people. Latinos, yeah, 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 yeah. In, in fucking Saginaw, Michigan, our Midwest mom talks. Okay, so if anybody doesn't know what this is, not all the Mexican places they have they got a place called Oh T- no, I you, TNT you that I went to in the Bay yeah. Area that I hit, but like this yeah. place, like. It's like it's got the it doesn't have sour cream, you could ask, but it's got cheese and fucking hot yeah. taco sauce and shreddy lettuce and if your taco has yellow cheese on it, it is not authentic. <laughs> no, it's not. You know what I mean? So it's like, but that's if you grow up in the Midwest and your mom's like, We're making tacos tonight. Like she's making if your mom is white, I'm I don't want to be like Eurocentric white. or whatever, but white. If your mom is if your mom is white and you grew up in the nineties and you know, she's like, Well, let's make tacos. The shit that she was buying at Hy-Vee or Meyer or Kroger, it's she's getting the flour tortilla. She's getting refried beans. She's getting hamburger. 
She's getting like an Ortega sauce. Mm. She's getting ch- chopping up uns and she's getting sour cream and ooh, we play up. That is my favorite thing. I, when I go home, my mom's like, what do you, anything you want me to make? And I want mom, I call mom talks yeah. now. She knows what they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, we, you can't go wrong with those Midwest mom talks. But I also love Beeria tacos. I just want to say, yeah, Diver- Midwest mom talks. Diversification in the taco, uh, universe is so key because you get to have i love i love street talks i love just onion y cilantro corn tortillas adoble and fucking like i plot with some that fucking avocado uh that's hot like fucking that's tijuana that's tijuana style yeah 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 incredible i love beer incredible i love mom talks yes all tacos yes all tacos, yes. please. Yes, all tacos. Yes. Well, I mean, not all. I mean, I don't like all. But like, if you're like, this is, I don't like beef cheek. I don't like the weird meats that I'm, that I'm not used to. I okay. I'll eat a lingua burrito. No probs. You give me that right now. I'll plow that bitch. Mm. No, no, thank you. For <laughs> me, but... uh, I'll pass. There was a place in Chicago right by the Sheridan Red Line that was like rabbit. And I was like, no. And then, like, I, I don't know, like, when my mom makes mom talk, she's not handing handing me a bag of sliced up radishes. Like, I didn't know what the fuck to do with that. I still don't know what to do with that. But I'm learning. I love birria. I love mom talks. Mm. I like it all. Can't beat. Can't beat. I, I, on Tuesday, I did. Um, usually, I keep uh, Taco Bell in the bottle, mild and hot in my, free, in yes, my fridge. Yes, yes, yes. Because it yeah. makes anything yeah. into Taco Bell. But yes. I, I saw the Ortega, the hot Ortega. It's you gotta so get good. that Ortega. I it's did. so good. It's so good, and I've been just like getting a bag. That of Ortega chips out. is so good. I get a bag of a uh, like Frito scoops or tortilla chips out, and I just put like a little drop on it, and I just sit there with the oh, bottle yes. and a bag of chips and plow that shit. Yes, yeah, it's delicious. Dude, that Ortega. So, I hashtag not sponsored, but hey Ortega, you want to fucking sponsor my butthole ass mouth? <laughs> I'll walk around with Ortega jacket. I'll look like Dude, fucking some it. sort of NASCAR driver. Dude, I would love a satin Ortega jacket. It'd be fucking so hot. Ooh, ooh. Satin you have blue. Have to say Mike on the front. Royal blue satin <laughs> Ortega jacket with the Ortega logo stitched on the back. Oh my oh, god! And they just yeah. know in that white stitch instead of like your name, Mom Talks. <laughs> Oh yes, or like when it says like, or something says just like mild, incredible, yeah, <laughs> incredible. Oh man, but yeah, hot, you, just hot. and I know that I will accept crunchy talks as a version of mom talks, Love but that. I like, I like the flour tortilla. It just makes me so happy. Yeah. You get to bend it. I'll usually eat two, three of those some bitches. Mm. Mm. We and. It, <laughs> People don't know, like, if you don't live in L.A., you don't know the little teeny tiny street tacos. You don't know Birria. It's coming to your town. It's taking over because, like, it it's done like a – it's crossing over. It's so good. Yeah. It's crossing over. If you live in in any town USA, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. It's so good. Someone will open up a Birria – have a Birria truck or a Birria fucking little taco stand or a restaurant that has Birria tacos. And when you have that, you're going to say, oh, I didn't know about this shit. This is oh yeah, you're gonna be like so. So you get, and when you get it, you you get the consomme. You trust me. You get the consomme, and you get a case of birria. That's gonna be a little bit more to your taste. Although you can go plain. Plain is good. Plain is fine. 
but you want that consomme and it's not grease it's it's wet because of the juices so just so when that when that when you're when your dumb buddy gary at work is like dude, coming to town you just go well that means beer is coming dude and then yes. he's like what and then and you can be like yeah you don't know about this shit let me get you up on this and then be like get the consomme you get the case of beer he's like he's like what but what you'd be like oh yeah Oh yeah, racist piece of shit, Gary. Whatever, call him, Gary. <laughs> it's coming, Beria. Look it up, yeah. and he's gonna be like, "No, I knew about it." And then you're gonna be like, "Suck a dick, Gary." It is like, it's it's the taco version of a French dip, except for yeah, a bet, yeah. a taco that's better than a French dip you've ever had. It's yes, a, it's the best. It's the yes, best. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so, coming. Since we're on tacos, well, I'm trying to wrap up, but then we're talking about tacos. Uh, the I was at my buddy's house that I go to a lot outside of Grand Rapids. I'm driving down the highway, and I see that they have a Taco John's that's almost open. Oh, you got to get the potato olays, buddy. I know, and I tried to explain to him. It's like. When I would go to St. Louis, and how did you shows, how did you know that I knew it that way? Because you guys have talk, I told you about you guys this? Talk about it, and I know Iowa has Taco John. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I have to explain okay. to them that in the Midwest, not in Michigan, but in the Midwest, when I would go to St. Louis to do shows, they would have we would go to Taco John's, and it was so good. My buddy would we would go beeline direct to Taco John's, and then you guys would talk about it all the time because you had yeah. it in Iowa, and I'm so yeah. stoked every time I go. To the homie's crib, I am getting fucking Taco John's. I'm so. Oh, pumped. you gotta get potato olays. Are gonna you're about to talk about potato olays? Like I've, had, I've had them. I've had them. They're delicious. Okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And let me know if I'm wrong. I want to know if I'm right though. I think if you're getting a Taco John's, it also means it's usually coupled or sometimes coupled with a hungry hobo. Oh, I didn't see it on the on the uh, establishment. Okay. Is it kind of like a they've got the green burrito and Carl's Jr. together like that? Something, yeah. So like, if you see like a Sonic, there's usually like whatever that chicken place, you know, like they just what they is, go together. What does Hungry Hobo have? Just like, like a, like oh, a half hungry. a half a boiled cabbage. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a it's a hoagie it's a hoagie store. Oh well, if I can get hoagies and <clears throat> Taco John's, if I get like one talk, just like you know to. Just to have the talk action, maybe a potato lay side, and then get a hoagie. I eat half. I save the other half for the hoagie for lunch the next day. That's a perfect meal for me. I can't beat that. If you're good, if you're having a graduation party and you need to feed a lot of people, you get that hungry hobo, like the table length hungry mm. hobo, and people just just picking it off. You know, you get that Italian sub. It's really good. It's. I mean, it's. I probably have it now and be like, this is fucking garbage compared to Jersey Mike's or something like that. But you know, it's when I was growing up, that was like way better than Subway. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, no, no. Like a place like that always, I mean, anything's better than Subway. Subway is absolute trash. It's a never, ever, ever, ever. Unless I am in a, like the only time I remember eating Subway in recent memory was when I drove back to the midwest and i stayed in the mgm and there was a subway in the basement and there was no other like food that was around and i ate they have subway. really good cook they have good cookies i'm not going to pretend that they don't yeah, have those, good those white chocolate chunk really make it move downstairs those are delicious so <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you gonna yeah, do what it. are you gonna do they should yeah. just be sub cookies just fucking be cookies they're yeah. like mrs fields 
Like, Mrs. Fu, if you cookies. went to the mall when you were a kid, you'd, I'd get one of those white chocolate macadamia bitches and fucking... Yeah, yes. Bang. the macada- Those white chocolate macadamians from Subway are good. They also have, like, a uh, fucking... I want to say cranberry, but it's not cranberry. I don't know what it is, but it's, like, you should get it. I'll eat Subway, but Cook- if there's anything else, I'll get it. If there's Burger King next to Subway, I'm getting Burger King. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, of course. But, I mean, but Cookie Monster, he was right about cookies. <laughs> he had a point. <laughs> He like loved cookies and yeah. I think he had an eating disorder though because they never he never swallowed any of it. He just chewed them all up and and they and spit them out. It's like it's he liked the taste. He liked the taste. Everyone's always breaking his balls like trying to make him eat fruit. I remember they'd try and make him eat an apple and he'd be like, "Fuck me, cookie! Fuck all that! Me eat no eat apple like bitch! Me cookie!" (laughs) I mean, he's right about cookies. (laughs) Yeah. He's fucking. He's not Apple Monster. Don't give him baby carrots. He'll die. He lives on cookies. You stupid idiot. You taking you taking like eucalyptus away from that fucking koala bear. You monster. <laughs> yeah, you you feed Cookie Monster some fucking spinach. Like it's like giving a dog dark chocolate. He's dead. You can't do that. What do you think he eats? His name is Cookie Monster. Yeah, That's what he eats. He, lives- he can't like the thing he eats. He can't. He's enthusiastic about cookies. That's his whole, that's all he has. He's obviously mentally challenged. He's not going to live a long life. Just let him have the fucking cookies. Let him eat his cookies and sing for 25 different metal bands that I've heard. Fucking leave him, Maria and Gordon. Get the fuck out of here with your fruit and vegetables. Cookie Cookie only eats fucking cookie monsters. This is. Cookie, cookie monster eats cookies. Just judgmental. They're so judgmental. Yeah. Like cookie, yeah. cookie monster shouldn't eat what he's supposed to that's what he eats you're making fun that's of it that's what he eats i never like when people make fun of what other people are eating it's rude it's rude i had I, I would take i would get shots taken at me all the time when i was a kid and then i would dump my lunch in the trash because uh i would my mom would make me a uh, nice ravioli chef boy and it still almost makes me cry to talk about it it really does it's one Aww. of those things that gets me Aww. my mom thought she was mm-hmm. doing something nice for me and i never t- had the heart to tell her that um i i couldn't eat it because my mom would make Chef Boyardee ravioli and heat it up and put it in my Dukes of Hazard thermos. And then yeah. I'd get it out at the lunch table when everyone else is eating bologna sandwiches. And then came yeah. the fucking, what are you eating? Barf? What are you eating? Diarrhea? And like, I don't do well with bodily functions when I'm eating. Like, I can't fucking. So I don't you like couldn't, when people. So you couldn't have it? I don't like when yeah. people fart at a table. So I just go over and I dump it in the trash and then I'd be hungry all day. <laughs> it's fucking so sad. Oh. It's fucking worst. <laughs> Ah, memories. Brido, I love you and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas. Are you, Merry going, Christmas. Are you going back to Iowa for, for the holiday? No, I did that for Thanksgiving, staying okay. in okay. Los Angeles. So you've yeah. seen the folks. That's nice. You don't have the anxiety of travel, which is the worst. Right. I don't have to brave this storm that's happening or be in this zero degree weather. Yeah, it's 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 chilly here, Burns. It's uh, Sometimes it gets down to 50. Oh. Well, it looks like uh, the North Pole outside here, but it's very cozy inside. Watching the Jets and the Jaguars tonight. Going to enjoy a lot of football later. I got a lot of money on this game. I don't even remember what I bet this morning, but um, I made some uh, some really hasty decisions because I knew I wouldn't have time to do it before the game. So I was like, bet, 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 because I got a real problem. I'm making money, though. I'm not down. Everyone get your fucking don't judge. Don't judge me. 
You give Vicky my best for the holidays. Blessings to you and the fam and the and Taker and the whole Brado fam. Uh, is there a new hunk this week, Brado? Yeah, episode two hundred one. Uh, Nate Craig, a friend of the program, Sexy. is on the show. This is on is on the panel this week. Off the top of my head, I don't know who else that they would know, but uh, I can know look him. at it. Don't have to know him. Christy Bonda, Chanel Ali, Sammy Sicker, Skylar Higley, who's my favorite comedian I saw in, when I was in Chicago, who's new to me. Skylar Higley and is Nate a Craig. fantastic comedian. He's a fantastic comedian. And if they feel so inclined, they can check out my album, Hustle, available wherever you're listening to this. Please do. Please do. Hey, listen, listen. Oh, oh, oh one more thing. Sorry, 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 sorry. One more thing. One more thing. Uh, YouTube.com slash Mike Bridenstein. I am dropping news here, I guess, but I'm putting out an hour special that I taped in preparation for the album as well. It's going to be coming out on YouTube, I think, January 6th. Wow, January 6th face. <laughs> because of a bit that I have. Yes. You so you if you want to subscribe to my YouTube, you, you have a black watch cap on right now with the beard you look very january 6th face it's going full yeah. force right now with the black hoodie and the you are ready to storm the capitol yes i got twisty ties in my bag and i'm ready to take nancy pelosi's laptop and take a poop in it that's what i'm doing is it wrong that as a as like a time goes by and i have a disdain for all government that i'm like eh, you know it wasn't that bad i'm not that i'm not that against it <laughs> This is how I end the show. I mean, <laughs> oh, and by the way, I'm pro uh, uh, fucking Confederate takeover of the Capitol. I'm not saying that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, all of those, all of those people are terrible. But uh, like, and I don't agree with them at all. But it was funny to see people who are bad at their jobs run from a mob. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wish anyone ill will, but you know, if they, if, if uh, like someone just broke in there and took a dump on Nancy Pelosi's desk, like I, that's funny. I don't have a problem with that. She deserves. I it. mean, they did. That's what they did. Yeah, <laughs> they also, they also, they also killed a few people. That's bad. That's bad. They should have not done that. They should have just peacefully walked in and took dumps everywhere and then left. That would have been funny. Did you? Do you know that George Washington is buried at the Capitol? No. Seems he is. Right. He is buried. He's buried right. there. Seems right. Someone take a dump yeah. on that or they took his body out and took a dump on him. <laughs> he owns slaves. Right Fuck in his him. eye. Fuck him. Slave owner. <laughs> yeah. Right in his eyes gotta, and mouth. They pooped poop right in. Got to got to reverse cancel people. You got to. You got to dig into the past. That guy. They take they a shit. Dump. They shit in George Washington's mouth. <laughs> Well, his teeth already look like they're covered in shit because they were like carved out of oak or something. So <laughs> don't even notice. He didn't know that at the time, but his teeth looked exactly like a wooden toilet bowl. Oh, gross. Can you imagine wooden teeth chewing? Like they'd be all splintered up. You'd be like, ow, my tongue. You ever look him up? He was the richest man in America. Like his wife, like, and I guess he was a really good dancer like oh. the best dancer is it, yeah but is that like um like kim jong-un who's like the best golfer and the best basketball player ever like, yeah 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 did, yeah did he he danced like fucking elaine on seinfeld and everyone's like yeah this is 
I would love to see Mr. Washington. Wow, you're so uh, flight of foot. Oh, yeah. Now he's crip walking on these hoes like he's like he's, he's spinning on his head. Elaine dance, just like. No, man, George George Washington could fucking kick it with his tights and his fucking his uh, Prince Albert piercing that holds his dick down his leg like those fuckers had. You know, in um, in um, uh, caught stealing the Jane's Addiction video, and they all get in a line. It's like do 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 do, and people like do their dance like up the middle. George Washington would have fucking crushed that shit. He would have. He would have. Yeah. <laughs> with his fucking with his, with his pilgrim shoes on with the buckle yeah, and the yeah. heel with his like calf socks he would have fucking crushed that fucking wig powdered wig what a oh what i a, bet he was a fucking dork i bet that dude you took you take that wig off and take out the wooden teeth strip that guy down with his of his fancy garments i bet he looked like mr burns <laughs> just like mr yeah. burns caved in chest fucking all pasty and like just bald yeah (laughs) put those make those hell of a dancer (laughs) hell of a dancer it's a lie he fucking stunk we all know no he couldn't he couldn't tell one (laughs) he was incapable of lying he'd be like his wife would be like do i look nice and be like you look fucking like a fat bitch (laughs) oh yeah because there's that story where he cuts his dick off and then he's like i cannot tell a lie I, last night no, I made a big a, mistake. I got really drunk and I cut my dick off with scissors, which is a huge joke. Yeah, Let, let's yeah, finish yeah. on that. How you used to do that? It was the funniest thing. We'd be so hungover and sad. <laughs> we lived together, and you'd come downstairs and you'd feel like shit, and you would make me laugh by saying, "Burns, I did the dumbest thing last night." What? What'd you, what'd you do? Work. Well, I took a pair of scissors and I cut my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel better to tell that to Burns every time I was fucking shit faced. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, daddies. Really like a ball of the weekend, you guys. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, you see, sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power. 